Hello amazing folks welcome to another interesting episode of the podcast show Trivia Talks I'm your host Tarun Mundra and in this episode we have with us Elvin Melidit Elvin completed his MBA in communication from Canada he is currently community lead at One Salting client success and campaign lead at Bell Canada he is also co-founder of Customer Birds which is a community which help people to learn about customer focused roles In this episode Elvin is going to talk about a lots and lot of thing from his journey as an introvert to building some amazing community. He will also talk about mentorship and how it helps to shape your life in the right direction. The entire conversation is going to be very interesting and interactive. So without any further ado, let's start this amazing discussion with Elvin. Let's go. Well, hello Elvin. Welcome to Trivia Talks. Uh, it's an honor having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh thank you for having me. I'm very excited to yeah, just to have a conversation and try to add value to all your listeners and followers as well. Yeah. Glad to hear that. So talking about and starting about your background, so we would like to know about your back story. So what you were like growing up? For sure. So uh growing up I was I mean I was born and brought up in Bombay. So I love you know the food, the people, the city. Um when I was small I was I was very introverted. So I was very shy. I think when you look at my stuff online now you know on linkedin or everywhere else you'll feel like oh he's such an extrovert right but i was usually a very shy uh, conservative you know household kind of boy uh, good at school like to do extracurriculars a little into sports so that was my background originally but i came from a household of professors and teachers so my mom was you know a professor so i've always had that studying is important you know kind of attitude in me so back home you know i did a i did a masters in commerce in india and now in 2018 then I moved uh, to Canada where I've done a double masters. So studying has been yeah very integral to me. I also love working at non-profits. So back home in Bombay I worked with a non-profit called Make a Difference. I always wanted to teach kids but they said I was super young so they said I can talk to corporates because they like the enthusiasm and the you know the energy that you bring. So I worked with Make a Difference for 3 years in corporate relations, you know, uh won a lot of grants, uh, built a, did a lot of impact assessment reporting, managed a team. And then I worked in alternate research for one year with the Gerson Lohman group. Um it was a lot of fun, you know, working with um different uh, you know kind of teams, understanding like equity investing and you know very complex words. I'm not sure if everyone's familiar with that, but you know if it's in your industry, it was very interesting and then in 2018 I decided, you know what, uh, I want to change, I want to challenge myself. I was always very sheltered, you know, living in Bombay with my parents taking care of everything. So I was like I want to try living alone and seeing what that is like so that's when I decided to take the journey and yeah very happy that I did I'm very excited to have completed my course you know now working with a soft choice uh, you know uh, which is a tech company here in Canada so very very exciting times yeah mm-hmm. oh wow that's interesting and we are going to talk about it but I would like to uh, highlight on one topic which you said regarding the introvert part so yeah. uh, Uh, like we get this a lot you know if if you are choosing domains like marketing or if you are choosing something which requires communication so people tell you like if you are an introvert it's it be, it will become very difficult for you to you know talk and communicate well right so according to you like uh, can introverts become a good communicator if yes how and what they can do to do that that's a great question i think uh, 
introvert and extrovert is just a way of uh, how you choose to receive the world right but how you choose to uh, react to it and respond to it is up to you and i think these are all skills that can be built so in the past i used to feel like oh i'm an introvert i'm too afraid of all of this you know i don't want to put myself in these situations but then I, then i later on as as i kept visiting these situations realized it's all about exercise right someone's an extrovert not because they were born an extrovert they were just in an environment where that muscle was exercised and practiced a lot so i think like just by putting yourself in these situations you know not getting afraid not and being a little uncomfortable is the best way i would say to overcome it and like you know like yourself i don't know if you're an extrovert or an introvert but like doing podcasts you know like interacting with people attending events and all of this i think is a great ways to 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 exercise that muscle and i feel like the more you exercise any habit you know it becomes a way of how you respond and act to things right and i feel like that's the beginning and i think you're completely right like people always always feel like okay marketing sales you need to have people skills but it is not always necessary i think if you have a passion for and an interest in that subject like you can build the people skills right in the end of the day you want to be honest and you know approachable and you know then automatically people start of kind of gauge that okay this is a proper or a nice person to speak to so yeah i i think that's a that's a great question i'd love to hear from you as well like what what are your thoughts on it exactly so as you asked like i was introvert and i'm currently i consider myself as an ambivert so at times i require my own space but yeah i i can i can communicate with others and that is the reason why i'm you know doing this podcast to know about different personalities and how they are like uh going ahead in their life and you rightly mentioned that now you know these are parts of life and you you can communicate no matter which personality you are so we should take small small steps to do that if you are an introvert you are if you are a completely an introvert who cannot you know uh, speak in front of the public you can take small step which i took uh, i used to communicate in front of 10 12 people you can say virtually or on uh, or on offline basis also so i used to participate in personality development courses also to interact with uh, other mates of mine who are having this same fear uh, where i also uh, got to know that fear of public speaking is greater than fear of death so so that that uh, <laughs> that thing was very uh, you know uh, like it was very amazing for me to identify and after that i tried to learn to communicate in a in a in a better space and at one point of time i actually spoke in front of 10000 people so that was a kind of success for me in this platform that's great so yeah you must have also took you know small small steps so it would be great if we can talk about those small steps for those who are introvert and looking for the right direction yeah for sure so for me i think uh, when i was in school and you know i had obviously teachers used to push me a lot to try to do things and try to be in public speaking but i think that some things that i did is one is i used to identify what part of uh, you know uh, being an extrovert or speaking in public i am afraid of right is it people judging me is it not being confident with the material is it receiving negative feedback so sometimes just having a sense of self awareness is is very important and also having people around you that are very open to you failing and you know doing well and want good for you So I think I was just very fortunate uh, you know in when I was in college I had like really great professors and students around me uh, and it's one interesting thing is that you know some great public speakers and you know just leaders in general are actually introverts you know you should read about them I sadly don't have any examples to give you on top of my mind but uh, a lot of people actually who speak very well are just trained to do it I remember when I had my first opportunity to, you know to um, exercise that muscle it was like a public speaking competition uh, back in school and uh, yeah I was just given a topic I was so afraid like I made notes and you know I thought I was going to mess up and you know what I did actually not do a very good job 
But I think that experience of going up and trying, and more importantly, seeing other people that do a good job, I think、uh, that is also very inspiring, right? Sometimes when you don't do well, just looking at other people who have that confidence, who are able to, you know, hold themselves well. Uh, you know, command the attention of the crowd is is so、uh, yeah, it's very inspiring, and I feel like、uh, that was one great experience. But small steps that I take is one, yeah, I love watching TED videos, you know, TEDx videos. They're very inspiring because it takes a lot of practice and courage to go up on a stage and you know share your idea and story.、Uh, another great way is you know I try to put myself in positions where I can share value from my experiences, like you know doing podcasts. Uh, doing blog posts and interacting with you know different networking events, so that I can then share that knowledge. So I think just finding opportunities for you to,、uh, you know, practice, listen to others, and you know, try to f- learn more about yourself. Because in the end of the day, you're trying to learn why you don't want to do something or how can you do it better, right? So the more you have experiences, I feel like it creates the opportunity for you to get better at it. Yeah,、uh, yeah you rightly mentioned that you know、uh, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, and even Mahatma Gandhi,、mm-hmm. they all were introverts and they tried to you know they they communicated in a very nice manner. And right now we can see that you know how they change the world. So、mm-hmm. yeah. Now talking about your study part, so you went abroad to study and you went out of your comfort zone. So I would like to ask you, what is like to going abroad and study? Yeah, it's very scary. You know, initially it was all exciting. I'm home, you know, doing IELTS and just choosing a school. But when you actually get on the flight and when you reach, you're like, oh my god, this is this is very different because I had never lived alone. I had never, you know, done my dishes, cooked for myself. So I was, I would say, very spoiled back home. So it's definitely an eye opener, but I would really encourage people to push themselves to you know live alone or do so. It doesn't have to be moving abroad, but it just it makes you very adult. It makes you very responsible for your time, for your activities, for how you choose to have fun, for how you choose to interact with you know、uh, study and prioritize things. You know, manage your, all your expenses and everything. So I feel like it、uh, that sense of distance from the world and your comfort zone is is a life changer. Like I am so grateful that I did that. Uh, because it helped me learn so much about myself that otherwise it's hard to do. You can still do it, but I think if you're everything is being taken care of, if there are people looking out for you, you kind of get a little complacent. You're you're like, "Arey, mummy, khana paka degi," or you know, someone will take care of me, or that friend will call me. You know, I, when you live alone, especially, I think when you move abroad, an, an extra challenge is the time zone difference, right? Like I remember co- like coordinating with you as well a time to do this is is difficult. You have to always plan ahead. It's not like, "Arey, I'll pick up the phone. That person will be available." Most likely, they'll be asleep. Right, so definitely a great experience, and I feel like、uh, surely a great,、uh, you know, learning of constantly trying to find new ways to push myself outside that comfort zone. Yeah, very true. And if I ask you, like, what were those three things which you were scared of while taking that flight, and those things were in your mind, but they totally changed your life, or you can say changed everything which you were you were thinking about? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a really good question. I think one thing that I was really afraid of is.、Um, You know, like cooking. You know, it it's as basic as I've seen my mother do the recipes. I see videos, but it's very intimidating when you've never done it as much on your own. So it really made me realize that, Arey, even when, when I was at home, I should have cooked more. You know, I should have not taken it for granted that it's going to be done for me. I think the second thing、uh, that I was afraid of is like taking care of everything, right? That sense of ownership, because I think in a way. Uh, there's always if, if you're living at home or if you, you know you have guardians and you're living in a, in your own city, there's a sense of comfort to it. So I feel like taking care of every single aspect of my life, like you know working, doing my assignments, you know doing laundry, doing like I don't know what else I need to do, taking care of my health, cooking, eating meals, sleeping in time on time, right? So like just taking care of myself hundred percent was something I was a little afraid of. 
and i think the final thing was just to do well right i feel like when you go abroad there's a sense of pressure of are will this work out is it going to be a good investment you know will i enjoy it will i like it uh and uh, yeah so these are the, like the three fears but i think uh, getting into it number one with the cooking i think in a way i started enjoying it it's a very it can become an exciting process you know if you plan ahead if you think of it as oh wow i'm going to treat myself you know i'll make something new today so i think having a good mindset towards it is important in terms of the uh, second bit is taking care of everything on my own i think i have honestly i'm still a little afraid of it and i think it's a life it's a lifelong journey right i think the more you take care of yourself you you practice things you have goals you understand that this works this doesn't work right and you start try to get a tangent so i think that's work in progress and the final thing i would say in terms of uh, you know the um, the pr- the pressure is i think uh, you know the pressure and the expectation is actually in a way now motivation for me i'm like okay now what new height can i reach a new mountain can i climb to continue to bring a sense of satisfaction i think a lot of people derive uh, you know pressure in a very negative way they like pressure means you have to do you know it means grades and you know it means salary but it doesn't necessarily always mean that like i've realized pressure in a way means like a sense of joy and happiness right like how happy was i uh two years ago before i moved and i am now so i think like that's you know things that are more meaningful is something that i compare it with now and it definitely is a great way for me to stay motivated to achieve new things i'd love to hear from you as well like uh, you know with starting the podcast and you know being an introvert yourself what are some of the like yeah like the things that you were able to overcome in it right so i i think uh, you know according to me life happens out of your comfort zone only okay so when i was the introvert i used to you know get into my shell uh, i used to ignore parties and socializing was not my part i was yeah. like more active on social media than going to the party or something like that mm-hmm. but after like changing that perspective i came to realize that it's very amazing to know other personalities because it's not always that you know they will give you negative vibes or something like that uh, they, we get a very different perspective about life if we talk you know with other people and that is just amazing uh, when we talk about like in your case also when you move to a different country so you got a very different perspective about life you mm-hmm. you can learn a lots and lot of thing from cooking to you know settling yourself and to handle the pressure which mm-hmm. might not which was not that possible when you were at home because you were uh, like everything was done at the right place and it was going as per the schedule right Mm-hmm. so yeah uh, uh, if i take uh, this the, the the lesson from this podcast also i interact with a lot of people from diversified background mm-hmm. and that also give me a very different perspective because you know uh, sometimes we are in a surrounding which are constant and which are stable but so, when we yeah. talk with other people other personalities we get something very different and this mm-hmm. this is the thing this is the lesson which this podcast is giving me constantly when i'm interacting with some amazing people like you that right. how they are handling life how they are struggling in their life and what kind of success they are achieving right mm-hmm. so yeah so talking about, yeah So now talking about Canada, like uh, why do you think Canada is a good option to study, uh, so that it can also give a different, you know, a vibe to our listeners also are planning to go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, Canada is a great place to be at, uh, you know. But again, I would say that there, there's always a great place for everybody. Uh, I would say that it's very important to know what your priorities are, right? Like it, it's important to know. Uh, what your goal is you know it depending on the industry you want to be at maybe you want to go to a certain kind of school maybe you want to get a certain kind of mentorship uh, so it depends on you know what your final goal is a, a lot of my final goal revolved around like you know a change of 
culture, lifestyle, and you know, place of stay. So, uh, so for me, a lot of it was around. Okay, I want to go to a country that's going to be a little welcoming in terms of being able to settle down. You know, very pro in terms of having some time after starting to really find your way into the market, get some stability. I know a lot of, I mean, countries give you great, you know, university options, but they may not give you enough stay back options. So things like that were not like a great attraction for me. So when I moved to Canada, you know, I did a two-year degree. I also got like a three-year work permit. So I knew, okay, I will have. And you know, now in this, in the in the horizon of the pandemic, I'm so grateful that I have a three-year work permit because all of a sudden, all your time is taken away. Right, you're at home, you're trapped. Maybe you don't have your permit. You can't even work. So, or you got to fly back. Right. So I think. in that capacity having that safety net having that time i mean for me it was important because uh, you know i'm moving in for a masters i'm not moving for an undergrad so it's already a short program right so if i do not get enough time to you know really integrate myself into the market to get some work experience what's the point of even coming right and for a lot of people it's also huge investment so you're trying to think of the return uh, of how i would pay back my loan or pay back my fees or you know, get a good life uh, livelihood so from those capacities canada made a lot of sense to me i also really like the you know there's a lot of value given to you know uh, people and their lives and their you know personalities outside the workplace as well outside the professional lives uh, so i love that and it's very diverse you know you have so many people from india and around the world moving to canada as well so uh it's definitely great to to learn from them because when i moved to canada i felt like oh i got to just get used to you know canadians and people in canada but that's not true like i met so many people from different parts of india that i i know better now being abroad than i knew you know in my own home uh, home country so it's a it's a wonderful experience yeah. oh wow uh so if i talk about current scenario which is uh, like post covid 19 do you think foreign education will be same like it was earlier or it is changing a bit because you know more people are shifting towards online courses and they are preferring to do it online from the same university rather than going to some other country and do that it's a great point i think again it's all about your goals right it's about what do you want long term so i think education uh, having done three masters i think one thing i can say is education has happening every day every moment right you don't need to be ideally in a classroom you don't need to be in a particular country to study with the you know horizon of like udemy linkedin learning coursera like courses are free you know there's nothing stopping you from learning i think the added value of going to a specific school or you know moving countries is really the exposure you get to that kind of market right like i would never get north american you know i that's unfair to say certain global organizations are in certain different cities but you don't get the you don't get the complete like foothold understanding of a certain market unless you don't live and work there right you don't socialize there you don't meet the people there you don't understand what it is to come up in that industry or that market so it gives you certain life lessons and learnings that are more uh, you know foundational than what a classroom or a book can give you and usually that's a great attraction for people i think moving abroad it's not just oh i'll go to this school i'll study this book it's more no i'll meet these different people you know i'll work for this different in this different market you know i'll experience these different things and i think that's what really drew me uh, you know but i think yeah i mean given covid uh, and the pandemic even schools uh, in canada or international students coming here are having problems with their permit right or are having problems to go to the classroom because they have to do it from home so i think if you think of okay is it a is it the same kind of value that you get for an investment studying abroad that's a hard question but i think is it a good experience to consider definitely yes because i feel like uh, the learnings that you get interacting with that diverse set of people and working abroad 
is hard to get if you're in your own comfort zone which would be your own country right so yeah that's what i would say very well explained actually and now i would like to talk about my audience who are in the age group of you know between 18 to 26 27 and mm-hmm. this is the time when we require the right direction in life right mm-hmm. and this is the time when mentorship come into the picture so i would like to ask you what is like why mentorship is important right and after that why is it good to ask for help and mentor- get the mentorship sure yeah i think this is like a great question i and one thing uh, with the mentorship and asking for help like i personally struggled a lot with this you know being an introvert maybe you realize this as well like as as much as we maybe struggle to talk to people or know what's the right thing to say asking for help is a whole different level of difficult because you're like okay are they going to say no am i going to be troubling them you know what if they say no then i'll feel so bad right so i've always struggled with that but i think um you know like you said at at a certain age it's so important to open yourself up to the right kind of people that may have explored different things that you have not yet right so they they may have been in an industry that you've not been in maybe they've you know uh, explored starting a business that you want to start maybe they have explored living in a country that you want to live in or going to school you want to go to so i think there's and everybody can be a mentor for one another and i think that's the beauty of it right in the past i used to feel like oh only someone with 20 years of experience can be a mentor you know someone who's achieved like a lot of success can be a mentor but i feel like that's also a great stigma because every person that's one step ahead of you is a mentor because they figure out how to get one step ahead and in the end of the day those many small one steps ahead will get you far right so and i feel like that's what my uh, journey was like as well like to understand you know being international where again coming from a conservative home like talking to family and friends alone was a challenge like going abroad talking to people and asking them hey can you help me was an even bigger challenge so i was just uh, i mean for me it just happened to be pushing myself outside that comfort zone like putting myself in situations where i would just connect with people who are already mentors right and i would connect with them and just share my story and not necessarily always be able to ask for help because i did not think it's it's okay to ask for help i felt like i need to build a certain sense of rapport to ask for help but if you find the right leaders and right mentors and if you are genuine and honest with them and build a good relationship they automatically become your mentors like i can't tell you you know how many times i've just organically built that relationship i did not even tell them hey can you be my mentor can you help me you know if you just check in with people and just work on building a honest uh, value based relationship everyone can i believe in some level become your mentor want to help you because you focus on you know giving them value so why would they not want to add value to you so i think that that's something that people should focus on as well as like even with mentorship and asking for help don't think of yourself you know one thing i struggled with initially is like okay i should be like oh i'll just ask for an introduction right to someone or i'll just ask for something to be done for me but i think one thing i've learned from my great mentors is always see what you can offer first right see if they have some initiative they have or something that they're doing that you can help and i think by always offering help first you create that sense of comfort and lack of selfishness i would say because in this world of everyone asking for things for themselves you really find people that are actually wanting to help others and when you when you when you start with that i think you know that's the start of something beautiful and that really ends to it tends to work really well and that's the advice i would give really youngsters is see how you can help other people that you're inspired by see how you can support them cheer for them motivate them and you know trust me like you doing that will 
make you stand out and it will make them want to talk to you make them want to help you because uh you know they will start to see how much you value what they do and who they are so yeah that's what i would say oh, that's not too deep but i feel like yeah that's that's definitely what i've learned yeah that was amazing so like do you think one mentor is enough or should we have multiple mentors based on our requirements or you know based, based on the like subject in which we are involved that's a, that's a great question and i think the answer is very different for each person so i've seen people who have had like one great mentor who's maybe having all of those different components that you want to learn that they already have the experience in but for me personally i think i mean again i won't take credit for this one of my mentors had mentioned this that usually people are like an organization right you're like a organization that should have many board of directors because our life aspirations are not narrow they're broad right the reason i mean i don't know if you or any any of the listeners have ever been on a board of a non-profit or any organization in a board of a organization you're trying to get people with different mindsets and perspectives you're trying to do that because each person will look at the same problem same solution and offer different input because their lens to life and what they have done is so different right so that's something that i personally work towards like i try to find different mentors who are going to be not just great uh, in you know advice providers but great sense of motivators great sense of problem solvers in my life because i know they are going to give me a, a new solution to every problem i look at so uh, i mean i would encourage people to try to experiment with different formats and see what works for them but most importantly it should it should be an enjoyable process right it should not be something where you know with some of my mentors when being in different time zone like i have to wake up at very odd hours to talk to them but i would still do that because i am so excited for it i look forward to it right so you need to find something that you know you look forward to you're inspired by and it motivates you and i feel like that eventually will yeah it begins to become a working pattern that you know even the mentor tends to enjoy so they'll automatically start taking steps to try to always provide more value to you and every mentor like even i've experienced this automatically when you're a mentee you tend to become a mentor to others and uh, yeah that's a great experience as well to be able to support others on their journey right yeah because you know uh, currently uh, finding mentor is very easy when we talk about the online sources and all because uh, someone consider gary v as their mentor someone consider ankur variku as their mentor because they love to listen to them and they are also highlighting on the topic uh, about like uh, regarding which we are facing problem in our life so yeah it's it's very common to you know have multiple mentors if you are listening to someone and it doesn't matter like whether you are going towards that particular direction or not but yeah you can take the advice from those virtual mentors also well said yeah yeah no yeah. i agree and i think there's a difference between those two as well so you're mm-hmm. always consuming content right which are like great mm-hmm. leaders and obviously mentor figures but i think mentor relationships or like that partnership is formed when it's a two way streak so i think i will i should always i mean i would always encourage people to find people who are going to add value back to them or there's a possibility of them adding value back to them right because as much as you love listening to a gary v or you love you know listening to any other great speaker like uh, you know it's it's hard to always get the feedback and input that you want so uh, it's always good to have two sets of them i think like there's active mentorship and uh, you know guidance and this passive i feel like surrounding yourself like you said with passive podcast talks that are going to help you in your direction are important but i would also encourage people to find active sources of mentorship as well where people are going to be able to you know either do calls with them or provide them feedback you know on the updates they can share because i feel like when you have someone working towards you, you know towards a goal with you it's a lot easier to accomplish than working on it alone 
yeah very true yeah yeah that that is also important to become you know to find the active mentor and to get the right kind of feedbacks also so you are talking about your community which you have started uh, which is customer buds to help people learn about customer focused jobs so tell our listeners a bit about it like what exactly it is and what you no, are you guys are doing yeah yeah no thank you uh, for asking me about it uh, so customer buds so i'll tell you my experience with client focused roles right? so when i was in india someone would mention client focused roles i don't know even for yourself maybe the first thing you'd think of is our ah, sales you know or maybe customer service and that's where the the hat sort of drops you know and I, that's what i realized when i came to north america uh, like in canada when i heard of those terms i didn't realize the world of opportunities that lie within them when you think of client focused roles even in india but you know no one tells you about them i think it's not marketed as much as maybe in engineering or a product role uh, but in customer oriented roles there's a world of opportunity right there's like customer analytics customer strategy which is data focused there's customer marketing and customer communication which is again communication focused then there's uh, you know if you like the you know sales as account management business development if you like if you like uh, you know the life cycle management the customer success client success there's even operations with customer operations customer insights so i mean the whole channel of opportunities is so deep but i feel like the voice for them is not as much in uh, my interaction with my co-founder her name is jane she works at indeed she's based in the us so me and her were doing an event at berkeley uh, i think sometime during the pandemic it was a virtual event a lot of students uh, you know reached out to us after we did the event asking us you know what is customer success what is client success what are these roles you know i've i've always seen them but i don't know what they mean and then me and jane spoke about it afterwards and we realized that no one talks about these roles as much you know you just get into it because of your circumstance or maybe you just got pushed into it somehow and then you learn about it so uh, then we spoke to a lot of other industry professionals you know from like all the fancy or the you know companies we have heard of like you know linkedin microsoft sap dell and we all started to realize that hey you know like this is a really fun job and most students and early professionals should learn about it so that's the reason we started this community called customer buds where our focus is really to help early professionals uh students learn about the you know the uh, the various opportunities that they can be considered for and which don't, which doesn't necessarily always require like coding or tech skills right the people focused roles and this to uh, also connect them to great mentors right so one of the things i struggle with obviously being international coming to north america is asking for help and also knowing who's the right mentor right like working for a, let's say like even to get into tech for myself it took me a lot of time right i worked for the initial 8 months 9 months after graduating uh in with bell which is obviously a great organization you know in the telecom space but tech was always like a dream something i wanted to get into and it took me almost 9 months talking to a lot of industry professionals and people and i realized that the power of it is immense right like if you can speak to five four people in the organization you want to work at and the role you want to work at it can be a game changer right because now you don't not just understand the role as an external person you understand the role as, as an internal person and i wanted to help break that barrier because personally you know being with the pandemic it's obviously harder but i think that you know as a student it's and if you're not again an extrovert you're not going out and making yourself known it's very hard right like and also with the workload right maybe you're doing a part time job maybe you're studying it's hard to go out there and find the right mentor to find the right opportunity 
so having gone through that struggle myself and you know jane having gone through that as well we were like let's make this easier right let's get students and people who want to work in these roles the right mentors the right events the right networking opportunities so that they don't have to go through that struggle alone right you know they have someone that they can look at for support and yeah that's really the 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 heart of it so yeah for any of the listeners that is you know wanting to learn more about these roles or wanting help to learn you know wanting help to connect with the right mentor uh, definitely feel free to reach out and we're more than happy to help yeah we don't charge anything we just do do this Uh, so that you know we yeah, are more people can uh, learn about it and get into the role that they like right we don't because a lot of people like even for myself like i did marketing for a very long time i enjoyed it but i really learned over time that i love people like i'm a more community based person so i love like the client interaction and the you know the client engagement and i had to spend many years not doing that and i would love for you know people to get into the role they like and i think that's a big sort of payoff for us if people can just do what they love yeah wow that's amazing so how this uh, community is helping like they are designing any kind of courses regarding mentorship or you can say uh, communication yeah that's a great uh, great point so for us uh, right now uh, you know we started you know towards the end of the pandemic so one way through which we were helping people we did a few linked you know linkedin lives where we did live panels with industry professionals uh you know this year we've been focusing on doing a lot of school partnerships so we have a couple of schools you know george brown college seneca college in canada where we are doing panel events again we get you know the best industry professionals from client focused roles so we have one with uh you know george brown happening next month so we have like professionals from intuit lenovo uh, sap microsoft and linkedin who are going to speak uh so so we're focusing a lot on school events and we also do a lot of like one on one q&a discussions so we've been doing a lot of them on clubhouse so for all of the ios users in the house who are listening it's uh, you know a great networking platform where you can create chat rooms and talk to professionals so we're doing some rooms there as well uh, but we also you know have an ambassador program that we're going to launch soon where again if it's, it's an opportunity for us to engage members on a deeper level where we can send them newsletters resources job opportunities uh, so yeah these are the few ways it's basically the one on one sessions the college sessions and uh, the soon to be ambassador program through which we'll be engaging people yeah that's amazing and for our listeners like how people can join your community what is the yeah, procedure yeah so uh, the best way to join right now will be through our website so if you go to customerbuds.com you can go to join our community uh, you can even uh, you know i think the another good place would be instagram and linkedin so we're very uh, fairly active uh, you know building up for the year with our calendar so if you are you know following us on instagram and linkedin you'll definitely see our feed if you prioritize it and uh, yeah even uh, in the coming one we'll be launching the ambassador program so if you check out our website if you sign up for that then you'll get frequent updates you know for all our events and especially if you're you know an international student planning to move abroad or if you're uh, you know a student that's sadly studying in india right now but is going to move to canada but couldn't make it because of your visa issues like definitely would love to connect because i feel like you're missing out on you know all of that networking that you can do uh, because of the time zone like i have a you know some mentees i connected with recently who are actually in india doing courses abroad so i mean you can imagine how hard it is for them to do the courses alone the network with people right and when they move abroad they'll find it even more challenging to find jobs and find mentors so definitely hoping through this initiative you know that we can make it easier for people yeah 
very true and i'm also adding the link in the description for all those who would like to join uh, this community it is amazing and it is doing great and you are going to learn a lot of new things yeah so thank you elvin uh, moving towards the last and equally important mm -hmm. question which is regarding your motivation and what is the secret of your energy which i normally ask to all my guests so yes right now that's a that's a difficult question and i think i'm learning each day but i think one thing in terms of like my purpose i've realized over time is i love helping people right like the little alvin who was shy loved uh, you know volunteering helping community the little adult alvin also loved doing that as well through working in nonprofits and the more i grow that's what i've been trying to look for as well with my professional life is you know being in a role where i'm adding value you know adding value to clients through providing them great experiences adding value to the community by providing mentorship and opportunities to find work you know just finding ways to support and garner value because i feel like the more we add value into the world the world looks back at us and wants to add value to us so uh, definitely a lot of my motivation is just based around how today i can get up and you know do something that can make a difference to someone else's life right which is less selfish about me and more about us and you know uh, everyone that's being affected by a difficult circumstance or situation that they might be in with no fault of their own right so it's yeah it's always great to look out for others and i'm definitely very grateful to be invited to the podcast and i'm very appreciative of you spreading the the positivity motivation and you know all of the wisdom with your listeners and i hope that uh, you continue to do all of this good work and uh, yeah we keep chatting in the future as well for sure thank you so much thank you so much for giving your time and like sharing some amazing amazing tips with all our listeners and it will it is going to help a lot of them uh, so yeah thank you so much for uh, joining us alvin it was no, thank you for thank you for having me and yeah anyone if you're looking for help you know support if you're planning to move to canada definitely feel free to reach out to me on my linkedin or my instagram i'm sure we'll put it in the in the in the description section uh, yeah. but yeah like don't feel alone you know it's definitely a big leap of faith but reach out for help you know if there's a youtuber you've uh, seen if there's someone else you've listened to on a podcast or an article you've read like ask people about their experiences you know learn about your options uh, definitely make informed decisions and uh, yeah you're going to do well right so all the best to you yeah. and to everyone all your listeners as well yeah thank you thank you same to you Well that's all from today's episode I hope you liked it in case if you have any suggestion or feedback you can reach out to me at various social media handles I'm adding the link in the description until next time stay safe and stay tuned